Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. everybody welcome to an all new episode of SCNS Live and this is actually episode one that one last week just forget that one okay that's a zero that's a test episode I just blew out Cora's eardrums because she has <laughs> new like, cans over the there this is volume I'm gonna talk in this is like, great I always kind of start who is oh, playing oh, oh, music oh, oh, oh somebody's about to die who is playing <laughs> music hold on we'll, hold on hold on it was the hex girls and I didn't I I had it on look Mute. Nope. 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 Oh. Nope. Sorry. Nope. Another sacrifice so, that's this two. week. That's two. We're that's two, two for two. We're two for two. Can we go? I was saying. Can we go you. 52 weeks without sacrifice? Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> as I was saying, thank you guys out there for joining us for an all new episode out there in the super cool nation. We appreciate you joining us. Anyway, introductions because we got actually for the first time, I think this, this is the first time, everybody. God, it's so creepy over there. Anyway. <laughs> We have everybody on the show tonight. So I'm Jason the X. To my left, we have a saint. Please look, I am you. I don't know their names. <laughs> Connor and Murphy. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've seen the movie. Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah. No. Sean Patrick Flannery. No. And Norman Reedus. This is my little brother, Norman Reedus. <laughs> not the Matrix. Now I know how Willem Dafoe felt not in that movie. The anyway. We're not the Matrix. Symbolism. Introduce yourself, please. Cat. <laughs> I'm a person who needs no introduction. <laughs> Which is exactly why I make lower thirds for this show every week. Anyway. And over there, also in some very small shades. Uh, these are my nephews. <laughs> How old is your nephew? Uh, he just, almost, he just, he just turned, turned three. three. <laughs> there you go. Your three-year-old nephew. Uh, no, yes. I am Cass. In nominee Cass Mary Thank you. Yeah, that's good. The addition of the tattoo is pretty nice. Oh, yeah, we both have tattoos. And the man in the bucket hat over there, that's corduroy. That is a corduroy bucket hat. It is a corduroy bucket hat. Oh, this is um, This is a relic from, from the, the 90s. 90s. They used to make pants out of those. You actually catch fire yep. if you tried to run in them. Yep. Really? You would. Seriously? <laughs> I legitimately, I want some. Yeah, you need to stand next to an air conditioner. I, I want corduroy uh, overalls. Like oh, corduroy, I like the little tiny bear. bear. Yes, like the bear. And Bryce, you went all out. Serious. Uh, that, that's Bryce, by the way. Where did you find this shirt? This god awful shirt. Damn you, Jason. <laughs> this is a fine piece of piece of uh, uh, upholstery I have on my chest. <laughs> so. Um, and you know what? It's even got the weird it. angles. Like it looks like he, he stepped out of Saved by the Bell. I did. It really I think I did. Does. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, you asked me where I found it. It was in my closet. So, something I haven't Seriously. worn in about 15 years. You didn't have but to go to a thrift store for nope, that you nope, have that, that. I had this left over. He just, pull, he just pushed more shirts to the left. <laughs> like, oh, these are back here. The ones you never wear. When was the last time you cleaned out your closet? 
2004, okay. You know what, Bryce? I like it. Like, unironically, I do like it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's an awesome shirt. Thank you, Cora. It's just, it's been 20 <laughs> yeah. years since I've seen anything like that. Less Does it go with the hat? It, it totally goes with the hat. Yeah. Okay. Amazingly, it goes Thanks. with the hat. And on the end over there, we've got Ricardo. Hi, I'm back. And I won't be here you, next week, but I'll be here this week, so yay. You were here last week, isn't it special? Yeah. <laughs> but behind the board, making everything, at, making everything look good, who's going to murder somebody at the end of the show? Ladies and gentlemen, producer Cora. I'm a Pokemon trainer. You don't have, you, you, you're not strong enough to train me. I just feel like Pokemon like setting you on fire and everything, just like not a Jason, do you want, um, do you want to die? That would happen because I train water Pokemon. I, I could see them trying to drown you now. That is so rude. <laughs> I know. My Pokemon would Pokemon love me. They're, they're friends with you, right? That's how Pokemon work? Yeah. Except also you fight for them, so it's that, like, No, sometimes they, sometimes like, they try to murder you. Yeah, I like mean, Pikachu tried to murder Ash Ketchum in the yep. first couple episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Until they formed a bond, and then Pikachu would die for him. Because uh, Spearows were attacking him. Oh, here we go. It's a whole thing. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. It's, hey, you know what? Pokemon's on, Indigo League is on Netflix, so y'all can catch Actually, mo- 90%, 90% of Ash's Pokemon willingly came with him. Like yeah. he was, they were given the option to go in the Pokeball to be his Pokemon, yeah. and they agreed. Once you already have the startings of a cult, it is easier <laughs> to suck in other people. I'd like to back up about this girl. Just about sixty seconds there. Um, to which I know y'all are related, but it's rare that I see two people match Stockholm syndrome at the same time. <laughs> like, I, like, oh, we're going to some water. Yeah, you know, or we're going to go to the store. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> you know what? We're not going to apologize for our intellectualism. I'm not going. I didn't expect Just an apology. Just like the Oscars and the Boondock Saints. <laughs> Just intelligence all over. I'm not so, apologizing for my apparel tonight either. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Apparel or your apparel? My upholstery apparel. And if you couldn't tell by uh, just the items on the table, which uh, so we are celebrating 1999 so and all its glory because uh, Ricardo actually made a point that a lot of really good stuff came out in 1999. Right so the- much good movies and games and like four really good shows. I mean, you know, <laughs> people, people, people were vaccinating themselves. You know, we were worried about the Y two K. It was man- it was and, mandatory to vaccinate, by the way. Yeah. I couldn't go to school without being vaccinated. So, Nobody yeah. tied pods is great. Wait, cinnamon though? That was, oh no, that was in the tr- that was in two thousands. Yeah, I mean, I ate cinnamon in nineteen ninety nine, but you didn't eat spoonfuls of it. Did no. you? Yeah, we weird. all have that notion of like. This goes with stuff that I like that tastes tasty. I'll go ahead and try this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to eat just slices of cheese. I still do that. That, okay. Yeah, but I, I, I would do that, too, with the craft Singles. Just go in there and get a slice of cheese. I did that, too, like once or twice as a kid. Then I realized I didn't like it, actually, and I stopped doing it. I just, I like, like cheddar cheese. Same. But, I used to eat spinach out of a can. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't do that anymore from the 90s. They made a Mexico Popeye. Anyway. <laughs> I'll show that to him later. Anyway, so, yeah, this show, well, we're not going to focus on the news too much. Uh, it was kind of a light news week. I did like um, Jeff Bridges as uh, the dude. The dude coming back? Yeah. Yes. Uh, as a possible superhero. Who saw that coming? So, you know, February, I'm ready. Bring I, it on. I kind of feel like he's like that in real life anyway. It's like he legit just I mean, yeah, isn't around his mansion just wearing the coat and... Bitching about his rug, 
And I think that's like his actual really life. Tied the room together. Oh yeah, my uh, level of wealth would would definitely affect how many how many times I wore pants. <laughs> <laughs> but not how many toys you buy. Oh no, Strange no, toys. there will be just stuff being delivered. Like <laughs> you would have a separate house for your toys. Probably my wife. Would house or making them. <laughs> I was thinking you'd have a separate house from your wife. Maybe you'd have all your toys with hey, you. Orders day. That's mean. She'd come over every day, but she'd be like, "That'd be that's mean." I mean, that would be make it easier. All right, for me to all right, work. all right. Moving all right, on. Moving on. So, Okay, Oscars. Okay, so yeah, the Oscar nominations came out this week, and while we can still complain because it's the Oscars and we're good at complaining, that's what we do. Um, there were actually some good things to come out of the Oscars, and I I have to give them credit. I I know for the past two years I have said you know those, I hate that award show, but this week this this year they got some things right, so we're gonna talk about that. So if you want, if you were uh, subscribed to our Facebook page, you saw I put out a list of all the nominations this week, so. We're going to start right at the top. Best, Best picture. picture. Um, the nominees are a Black Panther. Or, sorry, the Black a, Panther. A Black Panther. Yeah, there only is only one. one. Whatever. Only one. Well, there, were, there were two of them. I, I contradicted myself already. Anyway, Black, Black Panther, Panther, A Star is Born, Roma, The Favorite, Vice, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, and Black Klansman. So right off the bat, we got a superhero movie nominated for the Best Picture of the Year. So now Woo! I say, Woo! Woo! Hey! I'm, I'm happy, and I'm glad it was Black Panther that finally broke that ceiling. Now, granted, could it have been Infinity War? Probably. Mm. Am I happy it was Black Panther? Absolutely, because... Black Panther was a better movie. It was? You think so? Well, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Everybody in the room, Black Panther was better than Infinity War? Yes. Yeah. Nope. Especially from a single story standpoint. You can't take the whole franchise into account for an individual movie. Yeah. You dis- you're disagreeing I mean, it's a light disagreement. Okay. Don't, don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. Everyone, nobody, all eyes on Bryce. No, no, nobody is denying <laughs> Black Panther was not great. So, anyway, um, that yeah. is, right now, just across the table, Black Panther is my pick. Please win Best Picture. Cat. Nope. Who? Anything else. <gasps> Ooh, strong words. Do we have a soapbox right here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe she's already sitting on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I am, and... Uh, yeah, I do think it's the best movie on this list, but it's also the only one I've seen. So, from that list. Okay. Oh, I was all prepared for. We'll like get a... to my soapbox later ah. after all the celebrations. Yeah, I mean, you can just make your pick. You don't have to have seen everything okay, on this list. Gotcha, just gotcha. Tell me what you hope wins. Cass, how about you? Um, I, I'm not gonna be much help for any of this. I. I don't watch Oscar movies. I did see Black Panther in the course of, you know, watching so every Marvel movie. That could be your default right there. Yeah, totally Black Panther, obviously. Right. <laughs> uh, I saw A Star is Born and Black Panther. Those are the two I have seen. Um, I wished I had seen Bohemian Rhapsody, but I have not yet. Um, so I, I failed in that area. But, um, yeah, definitely Black Panther for me. Uh, I, I really enjoyed A Star is Born, but um, Black Panther was far superior, for sure. So, having worked at a movie theater, I worked Black Panther, A Star is Born, I worked Vice, Bohemian Rhapsody, which I saw a number of times, and I worked Black Klansman, and I got to see it. Um, my, I'm glad Black Panther got nominated. I think 11 years ago, Dark Knight should have been nominated for Best Picture. Um... In that year, for sure, for sure. And uh, I did Black Panther get nominated for the right reasons? Is going to be my question about it. 
which I think it's uh, with Kat Swan, I think that's where she's going to go with a little soapbox in a little bit. Which it's, it's along the it's, it's along those lines. So for me personally, because I haven't seen most of these movies actually, uh, it's going to be a toss up between A Star Is Born and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, I am happy they actually gave the nod to Black Clansman considering um, Spike Lee's been up a couple of times. Uh, he's Hell been yeah. up for Malcolm X. Um, and four little girls, but he's never won. But he's also up for another award, which we'll get to that later. But. If you haven't seen Black Klansman in theaters, uh, they are bringing it back because it got nominated for several awards. It's getting, so. a, I think, a four-week run yeah. in select theaters. So it's a good movie. Is thoroughly, it? I yeah. tried to see it, and I couldn't Thoroughly enjoyed it. it. Yeah, it's good. We Jason actually got to see it with the actual Ron Stallworth in attendance, and we did yeah. a Q&A with, with that. There was a... There's a video on, on the on the YouTube page that we have, but um, that was actually pretty. That was pretty epic. Yeah. Uh, and while I like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, honestly, my pick is between Black Panther and Black Klansman. So. Okay. And no, I'm not being racist. So we're so our. is the current like favorite to win. And that's uh, I didn't get to see or work that one. Uh, I just know it's Viggo Mortensen and Maharashtra Ali. That's yeah, all I know about it. And Viggo that's, Mortensen uh, did some racist something tweet and so it may it may not win because of that but it's uh currently i think is the favorite the favorite yeah and not the favorite not the favorite. <laughs> I, I keep looking at that like oh that's confusing it's inherently confusing that there's the favorite is an yeah. oscar nomination so definitely the biggest category right there so we'll be watching see who wins it but best actress Our <clears throat> oh i'm sorry Hannah, what do you I heard know? five courses. I, I, my brain Cora. immediately started moving to the next topic. Cora, Cora. what do you think is going to be uh, best picture? I don't know why I was so upset that I didn't get to answer. I've only seen one of the movies. <laughs> I was like, just switch the camera to you and start talking. You can even turn <laughs> off his mic if you need to. Her Ooh, finger right. just slowly rises up as I'm talking. Like, <laughs> no. I don't think we'd be demonetized for that. <laughs> no, I've only really seen one of them, which was Black Panther, but... The hype and all what I have seen from Bohemian Rhapsody and Black Klansmen has been very favorable, and I actually see one of them getting closer to it. But there's also the part of me that goes, "Oh, but A Star Is Born will win because they had a huge name in it." Two big names. Two yeah. really big names, but one in particular, the lady, yeah. the Lady Gaga's. Was that a musical? Kind of. That's I would. Why I, didn't I, see it. I wouldn't consider it a musical, honestly, because the music didn't move the story along. It was just songs that were sung within the movie, mm. which makes it a completely different category. I don't want to go on a soapbox about there, that. There, so. there is something that happens in the movie which, for some people, makes it really hard to watch, which is completely um, understandable. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to get into it because it's it's a. Um, it's, it's a, a story. Trigger. It's yeah. a storytelling yeah. device. But, gotcha. Yeah, um, but I think because of how A Star Is Born ends, I think it's why I think it's gonna take Best Picture, just because it's in a very emotional ride the entire yeah. way through. I'm gonna have to murder winners. So, is that the way it works? If the others died, then Black Panther would automatically get it. No, oh, the, no. the movie really? is out. There have been Actually, two or three posthumous Oscars. I was reading articles doing due diligence. This week, if nobody can make the stage claim the award, I mean, well, actually, if you uh, if you murder people, that makes it more likely to win the Oscar because then it's an Oscar in their memory. Damn it, foiled again. Heath Ledger, 
All right. It was so good, though. Like, oh, no, he deserved it. But also, yeah, it's probably Ricardo, if the won. Dark Knight... I'm sorry. No, that's all I had. It's probably why he won, but also he did deserve it for that performance. Yeah. yeah. If the Dark Knight deserved an award yeah. from the Oscar um, 11 years ago, I believe that Superman 1978 or 79, whenever that was released, that I mean, should have been the first super... I mean, it was, a for the time, a very big technological breakthrough with the flying sequences and all that. And, I mean, the movie's pretty good, so... It yeah. wasn't even nom- nominated. No, I or nominated. Phenomenal. I don't. So, Best Actress, we've got... Okay, go ahead, you can read that category. Uh, we got Gun Close and the Wife. Didn't get to see it. Lady Gaga, Stars Born, phenomenal. Uh, Yalitza... Aparicio uh, for Roma, which, real quick, she is the first uh, indigenous mystic, uh, she's of indigenous mystic descent. She is the first indigenous woman to get a Best Actress nod. Hmm. And she's only 26-year-old from Oaxaca, Mexico. Uh, so we got the her. The first one. It was the first year that a notable indigenous actress ever did a great performance, right? No? no. Okay, we'll get to that yeah. in a few minutes. And then Olivia Ooh. Coleman for the favorite, <laughs> the and Melissa McCarthy for "Can You Ever Forgive Me?" Which I did not see that. No, I I actually so, didn't hear about it till they were nominated. Okay, so. so who's your pick? Gaga. Really? Yeah. She for a movie the movie that how big the stars? I mean, okay, I'm gonna say it right now, Stars Born's gonna sweep probably a lot of this. Honestly. Damn it. Um, it's it's Oscar bait. Mm-hmm. The Stars Born is Oscar bait. It's I, I hate this movie. I'm just gonna say it right there. No, it's great. It was worth remaking. I, I will twice. say no uh, fourth. It's the fourth time I think. Fourth? Yeah. I thought it was third. So. Uh, Which is funny because we're not spoiling. Anything, I would but, love like, Yalita Yalitza to win. That'd be amazing. It'd be great. But I'm I'm like 99.9 percent sure it's gonna be Lady Gaga. If not her, then Glenn Close. Did anybody see The Favorite? No. No. I, did, I didn't, but I have a hard time betting against Olivia Coleman. Like, she's, she's so good at so everything good. I've ever seen her in. So that's yours, um, it's, It would be my guess based on almost nothing, but, like, <laughs> sure. Okay. If, uh, I'm going to star next to my guesses for who I think is Yeah, you know what? We should give a running tab of who we're picking on this. Ricardo, give me a pencil. <laughs> There just, we go. Just so. right, cool. We'll, a please, we'll, uh, a please uh, would go cast, along. What way. do you think? You going with your with uh, Kat? Uh, I do love Olivia Coleman. Uh, if you don't know who that is off the top of your head, she's in Broadchurch. She's the main chick in Broadchurch. Uh, but uh, I personally think Lady Gaga because it's Lady Gaga. I mean, she's so good. I've read predictions that they don't care that much about the stars. Whatever it is, Star exactly. That it's not that Oscar bait in the traditional sense isn't going to work as well this year. I don't okay. know if that's true, but if that it's is just. True, then I go Olivia Coleman because she's amazing. It's just what I. Well, mean. we're only on second category here, so right. we better. Right. Bryce, Bryce, who do you got picked? I'm going with Poker Face. Poker Face. All right, and Hannah. Um, I saw absolutely none of these movies. I recognize two names on this list. No, I'm sorry, three names on on this list. <laughs> Ghostbusters, Broadchurch. I think 
uh, Yulitsa's new, right? Yeah. Lady Gaga, and then you have uh, Cruella Deville in the live yeah. action Hundred One Dalmatians. <laughs> and see, you know what? I'm gonna go. Pirate from Hook. Yeah. We're not going through the whole list. You know what? Some of these categories. Yeah, I know. We're, I'm we're gonna just... go with Melissa McCarthy. What? What? Hey, it's a sleeper. Just because it's a sleeper. out of left field for Melissa McCarthy. Well, the because dark I love horse Mel- in this race. Okay. I love okay. Melissa McCarthy with all of my heart and soul. So. Okay. Okay. Okay then. Cool. What is that right. movie about? Um, I knew and then I forgot. I so you, well, um, yeah. I, I hate the movie, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it's gonna be Gaga. Gaga. All right. Cool. It's hard I to dislike Stephanie. I'm sorry. It just is. All right. Best uh, actor. We uh, have Christian Bell in Vice. Uh, Bradley Cooper, Starsborn, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, and Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, Cora. Uh, any guesses? Rami. Emmy, okay. Yeah. Bryce? Um, I've only seen Cooper in the Star is Born film. I haven't seen the others. Uh, so um, I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, Prince Volko from Aquaman. Uh, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Uh, so I'm going to go with an Eternity's Gate Dafoe. Okay. Cass? Uh, I'm kind of... I'm kind of poking Rami Malek because I love him, but also... Bohemian Rhapsody was made by what's his name? Brian Singer. Singer. Yeah. All but two weeks. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess Rami Malek. I hope he wins it. But like, let's focus on Ram. Just, just okay. focus on him. Yes, he's amazing. Let's leave the okay. Uh, okay. Cat. I think uh, Christian Bale actually has mm. a really good shot, and after he. He took the Golden Globe, like, yep. and think Satan. Was a surprise, like that's the only thing. I don't know if those like stuffy old white people are going to like that. Okay, uh, but still my pick. I'm with her, Christian Bale. Christian Vice. Bale. I actually saw Vice. He was. I, I thought it was good. Um, what the hell? Put on weight and oh no. He dedicates himself to the role. So, I. It's a three-way tie for me. Christian Bell, Cooper, and Rami Malek. Especially because Cooper and Malek, they sound phenomenal when they're singing. And yes, they did mix Rami's voice with like two other people's, but he still sounded awesome as Freddie Mercury. And he did a phenomenal performance. And Bradley Cooper, I did not know he could sing. And it, it was, again, a phenomenal performance. And Christian Bell being able to disappear as Dick Cheney. And having to kind of deal with Satan to do that. <laughs> I mean, so I've got a three-way tie. And right. honestly, I, I, I really don't know who I would choose. So. All right. Well, next category, Best Supporting Actress. Uh, who wants to read that one off? Kat, want to get that? We have Amy Adams for Vice. Marina Del De Tavira, I guess, for Roma. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk. Emma Stone for The Favorite. And Rachel Wise for The Favorite. Damn, I didn't realize they were both in the same movie. Okay, um, this one, I'm going, I, I want Regina King to win. That's what I was going to say. It's also my guess as to who will. I think they're going to be if like, there's... well, the primary categories have to stay the way they've always been. But... but if there's somebody that's been consistently good and probably just underrated and I think deserves an Oscar, Regina King. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. Also, um, if Bill Street could talk is the same director as Moonlight. Ooh. Ooh. The performances in Moonlight. I haven't seen if Bill Street could talk, but the performances in Moonlight were off the charts. They were amazing. I, I liked if Bill so, Street yeah. could talk. And I, I, 
granted, it's probably just the movie that I enjoyed the most out of the list. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm all for that one. Bryce? <clears throat> uh, this one is, uh, it's going to be Emma Stone for me because uh, I recognize her name and don't remember any of the other actresses. Fair Except for Amy Adams. That's a fine way to pick. <laughs> Rachel Wise was in The Mummy, which came out 20 years ago. Shush! <laughs> Oh, Rick. Oh, Rick. oh, my God. Rachel, what we got? Yeah. Um, Toss-up between Regina King and Amy Adams. Ooh. Again, when you... you uh, I was talking with Chelsea, and like we were like, wait, that's Amy Adams? Holy crap. Like, we, she disappeared into that role. And it, it's Regina King. I mean, she's an amazing actress. And with it being the director of Moonlight, like, yeah, you get phenomenal performances out of those people. So okay. I keep using the word phenomenal, but that... These all these people are phenomenal actors. There's a reason why they're nominated for the Oscars. Several reasons. Lady with the uh, awesome hair back there, who's like fluked it all out. I can't help. She's it. wearing headphones and she's paid special attention to her hair. I can appreciate. No one that. can see it if I don't. <laughs> you do you. That's right. Uh, so I saw abs again. I saw absolutely none of these movies, and I only recognize Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz. So I'm gonna go with Rachel Weisz. Awesome. Cass, read the next list. <laughs> just kidding. Because she disappeared. What the hell? <laughs> well, where'd she go? Hold on, I'll do she my best. I'll do my best cast voice. Cast. I just did that because oh, she, she was trying voice. to sneak and do something oh. behind the table. Do my best cast voice. Hold up. Wait, we got, go we ahead. Got... Go ahead. Uh, best uh, supporting actor. Yeah. Um, Maharshala Ali <laughs> for the Green Book. <laughs> Better not be an impression of me. Adam it is. Driver. For the Black Klansman, <laughs> Sam Elliott, for Stars Born, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? No, she won't. And Sam Rockwell, for Vice. Even I'm like, is that really how she sounds? <laughs> I have, if anything, a deeper voice than you, so... Not any longer. Okay. Not anymore. Can I just say, like, this is the category I'm probably the most torn on, because Sam Elliott, as he said, about... In time that he got an Oscar nomination. Oh, that's, we can't use that word anymore. That's um, right. Marshall Ali, Adam Driver, um, Sam Rockwell. This is a hard list right yeah, here. Yeah, this was more close for any of these. So, I mean, but just because it's him, Sam Elliott. I'm, I'm with you. Yep, Sam Elliott. Give Sam Elliott his Oscar. Give Give him a little one for his mustache as well. <laughs> one of the hairs just kind of curls down and grabs it and holds it like right here while he makes his acceptance speech. <laughs> Did you guys ever see Sam in the movie Mask with Cher? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was really cool way back when, and I'm with oh my God. that as well. I want it's, Sam to win. And I really want. And I, I, saw the, I saw him in this film. And I really like Sam Rockwell in Vice, so this was a hard pick for me. Yeah, he, he did a good Bush. And then Adam Driver in Black Klansman. God, he, he was he was so damn good. How is Adam you, Driver the only person that got nominated for acting in that movie? Yeah, that's why I think that's he's so going weird, to right? win it. You think so? I do. They love to give it to the, the white, white guy actor. In the, the white actor in the black movie? Admittedly, in that movie, there were probably more white actors than black actors. So. Well, yeah? Just because was, of the nature was, of the film. Yeah. Um, Are we doing picks for who we think will win or should win? Either because or. Either I've or. Been doing who I, I think will win. I want. I want who I want who to win. Should. I'm doing who who I think is gonna win. I, I'm. I'm. 
who I think should win is who should win. So I that's mean, I think all same these, difference on my list. All these people deserve Oscars. Give them all like a little statue. We're gonna we're how about we leave that up to the individual person. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing well win. I just want to okay. clarify that because some of these categories, I think something else. Who do you think will win for Best yeah. Supporting Actor? I, I do think it's going to be Adam Driver. Adam really Driver? Do. Really? Okay. But Pass? I hope it's uh, Mahershala Ali. Didn't he win already like a couple years ago? He won for Moonlight. Okay. Uh, he did an amazing job in that movie. Well, he's, um, good. he's good. He's I, so good at everything. If you yeah, could yeah. cast him as Batman, then he would be perfect. I still need to watch True Detective season three because he's in it. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's on it. HBO Go. Yeah, it's him and some white rando. Um, I think Adam Driver will win. I, I'm with her. I want Mahershala, but I think it will be Adam Driver. Okay. Bryce? I already said Sam. Yeah, I think oh, that's he right. He deserves it, and, and I saw him in that film. He was really good. Cora? He's really, really talented. I, uh... Yeah. I recognize Adam Driver, so I'm going with Adam Driver. Okay. <laughs> so, Very simple. let's do two more cats. Who's got categories? best director here? I'll do. Um, we have Spike Lee for Black Klansman. We have Paul Palikowski. For oh, Cold good job. Heart. That is an appropriate name for that movie. Uh, we have Yorgos Lantimos for The Favorite and Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. We also have Adam McKay for Vice. Damn, Vice is my pick up again. Because I saw The Big Short. If he doesn't anything like The Big Short, then Vice. Was no, he he was good in Vice. This this is another hard did, pick. Vice was well directed. Oh yeah, okay. very well done. Because The Big Short was amazingly directed. So this this, like this is why every time I see Vice up, it's like ooh, this, yeah. everybody was so good in that. He has this pacing thing that just blows me away. The Big Short is one of the most awkwardly paced, still exciting. Movies about the economy that you could possibly imagine. Like, makes no sense, but it works. But while I like it, my pick uh, is Spike Lee, Black Klansman. And I, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to get it. That's what I have for that one. They, they've snubbed Spike long enough, okay? He's very outspoken. There's a reason why they mm-hmm. snubbed him, which I think Kat's going to go into a little right I there. don't know what anyone <laughs> is talking about. about <laughs> All right. Cass? I'm gonna need half the time allotted for this topic uh, just yeah, no, for my ranting. My pick is Adam McCarry. Right? I'm picking uh, Powell Polakowski just because um, I like his name. <laughs> In the absence of strong, oh, that's why it's a Polish, it's yeah, like a Polish movie. Yeah. Yes, um, it's in Polish. Yes, that's the language, right? Yeah, I think it's Polish. Oh, it's in Polish. So I want. I don't think it's Polish. I would no. like Spike Lee to win for Black Klansman, but I think it's going to go to Alfonso Cuaron. Cuaron for Roma. That's getting a lot of hype too. So, I think. It is. I, I think I think Alfonso uh, Cuaron is going to take it over Spike Lee. It would have surprised me if Spike Lee took it. Spike Lee would probably be happy if he actually won too. Like. So yeah. Like, oh okay. I don't um, think the Academy is ready to really embrace Netflix like that, but that's just my. Um, they did just join the Motion uh, Picture Association of America yeah. like yesterday. That's the big news. So. Well, yeah, and so that's why they can't, like, but I don't know that they will. Um, incidentally, if you don't know who Alfonso Cuaron, Cuaron. Cuaron. Uh, is off the top of your head, he directed uh, Gravity. He also directed 2006's Children of Men, which is an amazing movie. Wow. Also, he directed Harry Potter 3. 
just had to put oh, it Oh, you had to Which put the black. As, as far as movie structure, I think it's the best Harry Potter. Fair enough. I'll give you that. <laughs> and your pick book. for best director, by the way? That wasn't necessarily uh, Spike Lee. Spike Lee? Absolutely Spike Lee. Really? I love Spike Lee. Okay. Alright, do we want to go to Best I will, Animated? I, I was going to say something, but I, I almost, I almost yeah. said it, but I won't say it. Can I do Best Animated? Go for it, Cora. There's, the, only, the, there's only one movie on this list, but go ahead. That's our last category, uh, right? Yes. There's, what? Let's yeah. do... Well, the last category... Well, it's 8.40. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Because it's the only one that matters. Alright, so the nominees that we have for that are The Incredibles 2, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Mirai, Ralph, Record Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Isle of Dogs. What's the Spider-Man? Who's your pick? I, I've never heard Mirai, of Mirai, actually. <gasps> Ooh. Mirai is the first Japanese animated film that has been in the Oscars that has not been from Studio Ghibli. Ooh. Turncoat. I didn't see Into the Spider-Verse. I'm taking you to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mirai, Mirai is an absolute... I tried to see it was sold out. Really? Yeah. I've tried to see it a couple times, but we just. I'm taking everyone to see Into the Spider Verse. <laughs> I guess we're going um, again, babe. <laughs> my my only pick on this list. I'm sorry, I'll burn stuff down. Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. There is no other movie in this category. I don't care. Look, I wanted Incredibles two for a long time, but you know what? After Spider Verse came out, I didn't care anymore. This is the movie I want to win, and if it doesn't win, I swear somebody's getting kneecapped. Anyway, moving on. Who are y'all picks? <laughs> I was honestly going to go with Isle of Dogs because I assumed Wes Anderson. Why is everyone hey, against hey, me? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> not that I wanted to win, but I thought I, it, like, I thought it would win because it's Wes Anderson. I thought he was an Oscar darling. He's never won an Oscar. Ooh. Mm-hmm. He's been nominated. He's been nominated a bunch of times, but he's never won an Oscar. So yeah, I'm going with Into the Spider-Verse. Bryce? I think it's one of those revolutionary movies. I'm going to be mad for days if <laughs> Spider-Man doesn't happen. Uh, give me that Miles Morales. I mean, it's, it's a fantastic film. And who would have thought it would be that great? It, and it absolutely was that great. It really was. It's, it's one of those movies, just, it's well put together. The music, the voice acting, I love the animation style, the yes. story was good. There was nothing, like, I'm actually scared of, like, when this comes out on DVD, what did they cut? Right? And the animation style varies. Yeah. And yet they make it work. Especially when, yeah, with not, no spoilers, when they start introducing the other characters mm-hmm. as well. It's outstanding. They got Nick Cage to come in and do this. You know, so. I, it, it's, I, and I, I just want to say it's so weird how they do. Spoil it. Like, you know who they are if you read the, and that they're not all in the I mean, he's, place, he, he's in the title things. Like, who's in this movie, that little box that comes up? Yeah, Nick that's what I'm saying. Cage. Like, I don't think you have to worry too much, too much about spoilers for, like, Hey, other universes just, may be at play here. I know that. There are. All I've seen is a trailer. So I've seen Tinkerbell. It's my excuse to go see it again. And I just want to see my daughter. My daughter really loved the soundtrack because at the end, uh, the song was playing. She was she was interested going like, <laughs> my little seven year old, very Caucasian daughter. <laughs> it was funny to watch. Make sure you stay all the way. Of course. Past yeah. the end credits because oh, there's no, a great awesome. scene at the end as well. So it's we're horrible. Gonna, and then we're going to have a field trip to go see Into the Spider-Verse again because I want to see it again. And I need to educate everybody else. So for me, real quick, uh, one thing that I pointed out to Chelsea was like last year, the year started with Black Panther. It ended with Spider-Man and Spider-Verse with the main, main characters both being people of color. Wreck it, Ralph. Now, Get out of the chat. As <laughs> much, it, it would be amazing and I would love it if both... Um, 
Black Panther and Spider Man to the Spider Verse won in their categories for Best Picture and Best well, Animated. Black Panther was like seven, didn't it? So, Six or seven. No, I mean for Best Picture. Okay. If, yeah. if Best Picture went to Black Panther and Best Animated Film went to Spider Man to the Spider Verse, that would be amazing. And I'll, I am voting Spider Man to the Spider Verse into winning this. Uh, I mean, Credibles 2, yes. I waited like everyone else. And. Um, yeah, R- Ralph breaks the internet. Yes, it's Pixar, it's Disney, and all that. Uh, but no, uh, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. It is, especially in today's society and with everything that's going on, we need more movies like that. Well, the other categories, I mean, we could probably go through all this, but uh, we won't. Best um, original score, though, Black Panther. Uh, it's up for, and it's up for seven Panther. awards. So yeah, it's taking home. Black Panther's taking home something film that night. So. Yeah, which is good. First superhero movie to break that bubble. I'm just happy about that. Um, the only thing, remember when they said last year, "Oh, we're gonna get a, a most popular category." Oh, like, that was backlash like yeah, crazy. They totally did not do that. What happened to that? They they announced it and then they backtracked and said that was not like an official announce. Mm. That was like testing the waters type of thing because I was like, that's the only way movies like Infinity War, Black Panther, Dark Knight, anything like that is ever gonna win. And they're like, nope. That's that's a cop out. That's an MTV award. Mm. I'm really hoping hoping Captain Marvel is in, in this category next year. So that's doing too. the category. Just so another superhero movie can be. Oh, and we'll also have Endgame too. So just so something else is in that that category again. And Shazam. <laughs> yeah. And Shazam. I like it. Let's get a. Cor, what's what were you saying? Oh, um, I was just gonna say, as far as animated features go. There is one film I kind of wish would have been on the list instead of Mirai, and that was Your Name. It was oh. that movie. I have never wanted to see a movie when did that so. Come out? It came out this past year. I've never seen like I saw it and then I saw it again two days later. Like I had to. It was that good, and I still got just as emotional the second time as I did with the first. Huh. The visuals were incredible. The music was incredible. I. The story was pretty solid, and it was such a big thing that I'm surprised that that didn't get a nomination, but also it's really hard for animated features from Japan that aren't from Ghibli. Did it just get released by Funimation? Because I I kept thinking this movie came out, this movie movie released in 2016. No. Maybe in Japan. Your name? Yeah. hmm, Hold on a second. So that's why we I was showed confused. it. We showed it I, last year at Alamo. Yeah, I don't because re- I was about to say I don't remember seeing it two years ago. I saw it IMDb? last year. Yeah, no, it, I remember watching the movie, the subtitled version in twenty in, in twenty sixteen. I it would have had to have or twenty seventeen because that's why I was like I was confused like what year it came out because I was hmm. Uh, it with may in, not have been released with indie movies. Uh, it's when they get released in the states. It's when they get released in the States, but it's also uh, a wide release, which is often uh, following some sort of like limited release, and it's the wide release that counts. That's why I was just surprised on the date. So, okay. Yeah. They had the release here um, last year. Like, Cabin in the Woods still has a weird release date because it got released like three times. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it did. Don't get me wrong. Your name's good. I I was like, oh, wait a minute. Never mind. You Pretend that that nomination three times didn't three happen. Versions. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, we're talking so, about the '90s now. So moving on from no, the Oscars. No, we're not. Oh. We're talking about the Oscars real quick. We're talking about the Oscars real quick because I haven't had my soapbox ready. All right, go. I want the Oscars taken off the air. 
Wow. We already knew that they were sexist. Here's a cookie box. We knew that they were sexist and racist. They're also elitist. They're classist. They're everything, everything wrong with movies. And if these, if they start giving just basic nods for humanity to things like superhero movies and, you know, people of color, then they're going to be like, oh, they've come a long way. Meanwhile, the racists will continue to say they're just giving him the Oscar so they can say they've given it to a black guy, which is absolutely not true. We have seen almost no movement towards, you know, there's still not any women that made best director. I don't think best cinematographer, best anything. They're not even giving them the nods. As far as crew goes, where's best stunt coordinator? Almost no women ever. So I think it's part of the problem, a self-perpetuating cycle. Maybe no women directed an Oscar-worthy movie this year. Maybe that's true, but aren't you part of the problem if you're continuing not to give women those jobs? And aren't the members of the Academy, a lot well, of them, still very entrenched in the business? They well, are. While I am inclined to agree with a lot of points you make, the Oscars, I mean, honestly, they're just awards. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's what I went to go watch in the theater and how much I enjoyed no, it. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. What do I care about That's not how the winners are chosen. Bumblebee's not on that list. That's it was not, the greatest the movie this year. The winners are chosen by people who are not your voice. Yeah. And yet when we see things like People's Choice Awards, we're like, oh, <laughs> idiots. You're talking about yourselves. A bunch of old white men decide, by and large, old white men decide who wins the Oscar. And we continue to undercut our own voice and our own opinions about which movies are good by giving them the power to be like Oscar-winning director and giving it more merit than something we chose ourselves. It's stupid. It's outdated. We're, we're, I'm done. I would agree with Kat on that. I think if someone has a name, we have Academy Award winner attached to anything. It brings up the profile of an actor, actress, director, male or females, or it, whatever it is. So if you have the word Academy Award winner next to your name, I think you would get better jobs, per se. You get better offers. Better you get offers more and all that. So for us, it might be just some award, like a you know metal statue, but for some people, it's a livelihood. It's or better money. money. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, I don't think it will change, like, too much about what women and people of color and anybody off the main like road is going to be offered as far as money. I think they're going to be like, well, they just got that because blah, blah, blah. We're going to continue to fund our old brat buddy's son making his whatever movies. Yeah. I don't think it's helping people, anybody who's marginalized. I, I will say that I was, there was, uh, oh. Not, not the cookie. Oh, I'm sorry. Stop rattling that back uh, microphone. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I was um, like, you can't say what he wants. Oh, no. Go I was like, uh, uh, no, I knew exactly oh, what she was about to say. We no. needed to move on, which we do. Uh, we do. Real quick. Yeah, uh, the 90s is great real fast. The, one, of, one of the biggest things that I I wish there was more to build off of it was, and I can't remember off the top of my head the director's name, which is bothering me right now, but uh, Hurt Locker beat Catherine out. Catherine Bigelow. She beat out James Cameron, her former husband, who directed Avatar in 2009. Um, which she won, she deservedly won the Oscar for Best Director for Hurt Locker, but we haven't really seen any other women or... Yeah. And I'm like, now that you think about it, now that you say this, I'm like, you know what? I think it's just kind of like, hey, here you go. It's you, woman. See, look, a woman won. And 
Here we are. I, I think I have the solution to this, and maybe we can move on to this. So, uh, to our fans out there, and the Academy Award, if, or the Academy Award Association, All right, we are prepared to make nominations for you next year. If you can just go ahead and send. All the picks are way. I'll tell you what, we'll tell you what our and picks we'll are. We'll actually watch the movies. And we'll tell you exactly <laughs> what we think. That's right, Academy Award. We are ready to nominate movies for you. You're welcome. So, <laughs> let the people have a voice. That's fair, yeah. That's fair. Oh, one last thing. Halle Berry, when she did her iconic uh, Monsters acceptance, and she's like, I'm so proud to be the first woman of color, whatever, to walk through this door, mm -hmm. and I look forward to the women coming after me. She has a heartbreaking quote that I'm not going to get right about how she's still looking at that doorway, and I was like, oh. that was a couple of years ago, because I think somebody mm -hmm. won since then, but like, yeah. once every 15 years. Oh, Lupita, no, it was, Lupita no, it was, uh, it was, what's her face? It was Lupita Nyong'o? No, it was that the help, wasn't it? Or, uh, Olivia something. I was, uh... She's screaming over there. She's yelling over there. It was Lupita Nyong'o. What is it? Just say it. It was Lupita Nyong'o for 12 Years a Slave. Okay. Ah, there, there it was. It is. Thank, Thank you. you, audience. We love you. <laughs> so, I, I don't remember. Was Patty Jenkins given any consideration? Nope. 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 It's a superhero okay. movie directed by a woman. It I didn't think so. probably wasn't even good. Who so. even saw it? But I, didn't even... I did, like, five times in the theater. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but it's amazing. I literally have it on digital. It's like, oh, there's one. Like, I'll be scrolling through my digital movies. <laughs> but anyway. So, let's let's bring it back up a little bit. Because <laughs> we realized, well, Ricardo realized that apparently 1999 was pretty damned awesome. Uh, for it, movies, video games... TV series. Apparently, this was a hot year. So. It was a very awesome year. And you know what? It was that we were coming up in the year 2000. It was going to be the Y2K. Where we are going to die. So everyone just went all out and got all these awesome movies. So real quick, I'm going to give you the top 10 top grossing movies of that year. So And some of you guys might be kind of surprised that it's been 10 years. Uh, 20 years. I'm sorry. 20 years since these movies came out. We're going to start off with the number one movie of that year was Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Won an Oscar for Best Visual Effects, by the way. There we go. Best and, CGI. And because of Star Wars, uh, Lord of the Rings happened. Because yes. then they were like, hey, we can do this. We're able to do with the technology make this happen. So they were make create Lord of the Rings. So thank you, George Lucas, for making an awesomely horrible movie to hey. give us like a great uh, epic trilogy to of give us Lord a of the Rings. 25-hour trilogy. Hey, best 25 hours. Hey, Darth Maul was on. Uh, number two, The Sixth Sense, followed Ooh. by Toy Story 2, Tearjerker. Awesome Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. The Matrix, Tarzan, Big Daddy, uh, The Mummy, one of my awesome favorite horror films. Runaway Bride and The Blair Witch Project are the top 10 of that year. You can go into like the top 25 and okay. they're all iconic. Like Stuart yeah. Little, Green Mile, American Beauty, The World Is Not Enough, Double Jeopardy, Notting Hill, Wild Wild West, Analyze This, The General's Daughter, American Pie, Sleepy Hollow, Inspector Classic. Gadget, see what I mean? The Haunting, Entrapment, and then number 25, Pokemon, the first movie. <laughs> it was an iconic year. There's so many crazy things came out that changed just at this rapid pace, the way that things were being shot, edited, presented, all of it. It was the uh, the renaissance, I think, for a lot of these There were some groundbreaking things happening in Nigeria, yeah. as far as like movies. Um, that list that you gave, I, I didn't really, well also, yes, I'm, I'm, I was an adult, so it's like, I, I, 
I have a hard time going like You're half an adult. <laughs> huh? You're half an adult. No, I was pretty much an adult at that point, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that was, oh, that was that long ago. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> especially this, uh, I think that was like, I, I was probably two years into the military and I was like doing a lot of traveling. So I was seeing a lot of movies because I was in, mostly in schools during that time. So I always had like weekends off or evenings off, so I'd be able to go and watch. You know, a lot of people they just go out. Like, exactly. Oh, I don't know. I just didn't like people, so I just went out and go watch movies. <laughs> they didn't so. like you either. They oh no, I, I was not likable. Yeah, <laughs> Which Bryce and I, everybody else is like, ah, oh, it's funny. Bryce and I were sitting over like, oh, yeah, mm. seems like it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I was when I, I wasn't was being I tortured was by Barney the Purple Dinosaur <laughs> and. Uh, uh, I uh, love you. You love uh, me. Stop yeah, it. Stop. Um, it's a violation. It is, but also not it's the worst. Yeah. And, no, and other shows, uh, being tortured by other shows like Bananas and Pajamas. Um, uh, you know, I, we were watching a lot of great movies back in 99, but remember, The Matrix was watching us. Yes. Oh. Thank you, hey, The Matrix, del, del, for turning every sci-fi movie green for 20 years <laughs> and then also giving us an uber, overdone slow-mo. The Matrix did both of those things well. Yes. The subsequent things are just... Good job with the Wachowski sisters. Uh, and hey, by the way, del, del Garcia, Harry Potter came out in 2001. Oh. <laughs> not, not 1999. Thank you, Blair Witch Project, for again doing something very well and being copied by every garbage filmmaker <laughs> that couldn't make their original idea stand out. Yeah, I like yeah. Shaky Kim as a style now. Here, here's a few Ooh. more. Here's a few more from that oh. year that were not necessarily in the top 25. Hot sports opinion, real quick, before you do that. Huh? Blair Witch does not hold up. It's, mm. It was awful. I've watched it within the past couple of years for the first time. I liked it. I thought you were just too late. You and I, I can't be friends anymore. Like okay. We were well, you didn't anyway. like it. It's a great, great show, show man, so. You're right. You're right. Our friendship was short We're not friends. No, yeah. we're not. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, so a couple other movies from 1999. Muppets from Space. Uh, <laughs> the Iron Giant. Uh, Overrated. Overrated. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> Goro Interrupted. And one of my all-time favorite movies, Mystery Man. Yes. That came out. Uh, oh, for those movie. SNL fans, uh, Superstar came out in 1999. What, really? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh my uh, I haven't thought about yeah. that movie in forever. <laughs> nope. uh, and I remember then, that. I'm not allowed to talk about this movie, but I'm going to talk about this movie. Fight Club came out in 1999. I like yeah. it. And 10th, my favorite uh, rom-com, 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, yeah. God, yes. That was my backup plan if we couldn't get the Boondock Saints thing together. <laughs> I was going to, like, try and get you to do really cutesy, and I was going to do Cat from 10 Things I Hate About You. Nice. Those, those that are a fan of South Park, uh, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Was that really? Yeah. So, oh, if wow. we're not talking about money, and I mean at all, <laughs> Boondock Saints came out. It made 30000 Four hundred and seventy-one dollars in its first run. Wow! And then <laughs> made fifty million. Troy Duffy sold the rights after the first run. <laughs> after it made oh, thirty thousand, no. I don't think he'd even recovered his losses at that point. Oh no! And then it became a cult classic within like two years. There's a documentary about it. I think it's called <laughs> Dirt, but Poor you should guy. watch it. It's interesting. I, it's I have so a, funny. No, he's a, he, what, what, he, what do you he, got? I have a darker oh, observation yeah. I was going to bring up. 1999 was actually probably the last good year for Saturday morning cartoons. 
Yes. Everything yeah. after 2000 was pretty much the death nail of it. Because if you look at cartoons, like you had uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. That was coming on on Saturday yes. morning. Um, you had uh, Spider-Man Unlimited. A lot of live action series Excuse as well. You. What? Excuse you. What? Justice League? I didn't say it wasn't on the list. I just said this was the this was the death knell of Saturday morning cartoons. Two thousand. I didn't. Justice League really wasn't. They were playing that one in the afternoon, like after they ended Batman the animated series and the Superman animated series. But they were playing in the afternoon. But two thousand was when cartoons started becoming a little bit more mainstream. Where we got um, Jackie Chan Adventures was two thousand. But we were also starting to get the uh, Cartoon Network series uh, that were narrated by uh, God. What's his name? Uh, he does the voice of Spike from Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, remember his name now. What was the character's name that introduced Toonami? Well, that's 2000 when we started yeah. getting Toonami. Yeah. But honestly, 1999 was the last year we got really good Saturday morning Steve cartoons. Blue. Steve Bloom. Yeah. But everything kind of picked up, and it, it was more of a, hey, they're becoming a little bit more mainstream. We're getting them in, in primetime slots and everything. It was really where Cartoon Network started coming into it was... its stride. But for us, it was always that wake up on Saturday morning, get a big old bowl of cereal, and wait for the TV to stop going beep, and then a, the cartoons would come on. Yeah. This is a 20-year-old Jason, by the way, who's got a got yeah. cereal, I admit, went in I, there and was like, man, I don't like any of these. But that's when they, that work? was really no. the last year There's for good Saturday morning cartoons. So, yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay, so, yeah. No, I, I, we're not shaming adult nerds or whatever. I'm just saying, I mean, like, we're all are. <laughs> I just remember after 2000s, like, I woke up and I was like, I don't like any of these damn cartoons. All right, so well, let me ask you this sleep. then. You're an adult. Nickelodeon, watch whatever you want. That was prime time. That was prime time. Or I was just getting in. SpongeBob was in the afternoons and during the weekday. Powerpuff Girls actually was being played later in the evening. I guess it showed it twice. All right, yeah, so wait, they, that, they played it in the mornings, I remember. Okay. Oh, yes, because I watched every episode for the first two seasons. Actually, probably the first three seasons. I don't remember. I mean, the obvious thing at this point was that the internet... Internets. Was, internets made things more available, like, throughout. But also, you had the... What was the original thing? The original little box? What was the original one called that could keep TiVo? your show? TiVo. TiVo. So oh, it was like VCR. It was yeah. the first way yeah. that I knew of to save shows and watch them later. So I don't know when that came out, but I think it was before that. You like TiVo, don't you, Squidward? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> started in 1999. SpongeBob. Spongebob. I did not get oh. SpongeBob. I don't to I, this I day. All right, so let me ask you this, Jason. Sorry, Sam. Like so if in the mornings you woke up and you didn't like the cartoons, did you play video games instead? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which is also a damn good year for video games. Yeah. So this must have been where I uh, put my time sink into after that. So okay, this was actually Cass's idea. Was Cass's idea was to bring up video games because I oh please I go right ahead. Head, so. I mean, you know why? Why? You know I have my boy. You can't see it. Uh, Final, <laughs> Fantasy VIII. Final Fantasy VIII came out in 1999. Uh, Silent Hill came out in the original, the OG. Yeah. Silent Hill came out in 1999. I do not even remember the graphics. I'm pretty sure it was four pixels. They were terrible. I think it was four pixels, but the way they moved them around each other was really terrifying. <laughs> uh, we have... Oh my goodness. We have Chrono, Chrono Cross, which is the sequel to Chrono Trigger. We have Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, yes! Uh, we have Tomb Raider, The Last Revelation. We have Spyro 2. Yeah. 
Like one of my favorites you probably won't get to Soul Reaver. Yeah. Legacy of Kane. Right. I, was to get to that. I love that game. Uh, I, I got two. Most importantly. Uh, first one is Pokemon Snap. Especially yeah. because you can take your memory cartridge, go to Blockbuster. Yeah. For those that don't know what Blockbuster is, it was... Go to uh, Alaska. Uh, yes, yeah, go to Alaska. Right. It was a store. It, it was a vi- video rental store. You go there, you rent movies, and this and that. Well, they had a giant machine that you oh. would put in your cartridge and you could print out the photos of the Pokemon you took and there'll be stickers. All 16 pixels. All 16 yep. pixels. And then the other game that came out, which the new edition came out late last year, Super Smash Brothers came out in 1999. A really unrated one that's on the list and it was actually later in the year, Shenmue. Oh, yeah. It, it came out at the end of 1999, but that's a classic and easily replayable today oh. game. Well, we also can't forget... One of my favorite games that came out in 1999. Oh, really? What's that? Suikoden 2 came out in 1999. <laughs> in the U.S. In the United States. <laughs> you know, I'm happy that Cole was able to get a Suikoden reference into this show. Legitimately. Bravo. Bravo. I slipped it in there. I slipped it in there. And, and it was not forced at all. She, damn. I almost asked I, her I if anything so Suikoden right related now. had come out, but I knew I would find out on the show. I was like, and she's not going to have to look it up either. No, nope. because so. oh. the original came out over here in 96, and the next game was three years after. Oh, so. I love this one. Quake 3's ill-fated arena game <laughs> that everyone hated. Oh, God. Also, uh... Twiatch, if you're watching, uh, also any of you that love MMOs, EverQuest oh. came out in 1999. Oh. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, Pro <laughs> came out in 1999. For those of you that don't <laughs> like playing with anyone else. <laughs> oh, uh, my wife had to explain when we started oh. dating that she was an EverQuest player. Mm, like no. She had to admit to it, like, look. There are times I'm going to need to do things in this yeah. game, and you're just going to have to understand. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, they took their guilds really seriously. Oh, oh, like there was one point she was like, uh, I can't do anything, and I, and I like totally got blown off, and I was like, what the fuck was that about? And it was because she was raiding in EverQuest. <laughs> like she had been okay. Look, I was raiding. All right. Wait, is EverQuest? Or they were doing like some big attack thing. That's not the that's not Leroy Jenkins. That's not ever. No, no that's, that's what Leroy Jenkins. That did not happen in 1999. No, 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 no that, was, that was much later on. Uh, so. My brother was huge into it, and he kept saying his sigil group or his yeah. guild buddies, so I just combined them and would call them his giggle buddies. <laughs> and he was not a fan of that, but I, to this day, think it's hilarious. It is hysterical, mm-hmm. and I love it. You're going to meet your, your giggle buddies and go, like, game stuff. All right, so, all right, quick question for you guys then. All right, going back to the movies. You guys, what what were your top three movies of 1999? In 1999? Or, or now? now. Uh, now. I didn't see Fight Club. I'm show. like... Okay, no, movies that came out in 1999, movies at top three today. Your opinion. Then why don't you give us Currently. yours first? Mine? Because we're looking at the list. Okay, mine would be Star Wars Episode One, Pod Racing, just and Darth Maul and Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, that one, and then I would also say, uh, believe it or not, 10 things, oh, 10 things I hate about you, and, uh, a dark, a uh, horse, a dark horse, whatever, uh, Mystery Man? No, uh, Varsity Blues. Oh, okay. It's MTV, uh, it was, uh, Vanderbeek, and, um, 
John Voight, and it was a football movie. There was a bunch of uh, James Can, sure. also. So yeah. Okay, my my three would be uh, The Matrix, Galaxy Quest, and uh, Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost God. with the Hex Girl. <laughs> yes. Earth, oh, wind, you. fire, and air. They may look bad, but we don't care. <laughs> I'm going to have that song stuck in my head for the next week because of you. <laughs> I, I, I can't even we, be mad. We, we, I actually have some friends that have cosplayed as the Hex Girls. Yeah. Nice. Really? Yes. Wow. I feel like my brain is broken. <laughs> <laughs> because of the shirt or the songs? It's just everything coming from my <laughs> Just so much noise. Yeah, like visual and audio noise. I just, I, I don't think I can deal I with just, it. All I see when I look at your shirt is thinking of what like actors headshot. Portrait oh George like in the 90s. George oh, Clooney's headshot oh, with a yellow upsetting. background. Oh, it's awesome. Jason? And I'm like, uh, everything should distract This is going to be unpopular, but Star Wars The Phantom Menace because it reignited Star Wars, yep. The Matrix, and The Iron Giant. Ooh, okay. All three of those movies I could sit down and watch today. So I'd say I... I mean, this list could go on, but as far as my top three, those three. Cora? Easy. Oh, sorry. I'd have to say Mystery Men, for sure. Mm. Pokemon, the first movie, because I... Uh, that was, a that was the first movie I ever cried at, was that movie. Nerd. <laughs> yep. Do not care. Still cry at it. I mean, we're on the show. Pee Super Pika. Nerds. Well, Don't do that. Pika. I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> and um, the Boondock Saints, 100%. I love that movie. She gave us a big hug when we got here. I did. <laughs> I, I, got, the Saints. I got really excited. All right, and the Boondocks, what do y'all? Uh, I got to go, obviously, Boondock Saints. Um, Fight Club, which uh, shout out to the Lost Generation. Shout out to Generation X. Because that <laughs> movie's not about millennials. It's, no, it's not about millennials. Nope. Anyways, uh, and then uh, just because I loved it so much as a kid, uh, Toy Story 2. Okay. I love that entire franchise. Also, special shout out to uh, Magnolia, which is a drama. It's one of those, um, a bunch of different people kind of coming together, kind of changed dramas for a long time. And special shout out to American Pie for ruining comedies for the next 15 years. Yep. <laughs> I love that yep. series. Um, I mean, yeah. it had help. I like sexual harassment too. That's uh, that's what those introduced. It doesn't like. age well. Thank you. What Jason said, cat. Just skip me. Okay. Uh, a special yeah, shout out to Tarzan and Phil Collins. Uh, also yeah. changed animation. Yes. For a long time Tarzan did. Yeah, and that was the last good Disney Renaissance movie. After no. that. Uh, yeah. After that. After that. No, Mulan came in '98. Yeah. Yeah, it was Tarzan, and then it was Dinosaurs and Fantasia. Lilo and Stitch wasn't part of the Renaissance? No. No, that was two years it after. It wasn't, but it was the studios. Like, okay. because yeah. Disney was trying to focus on CGI, so they just kind of outsourced the studios and was like, do whatever we want. After yeah. after want Tarzan, it. it went to Dinosaur, which was the CGI, mm -hmm. and then uh, they also did Fantasia 2000. Okay. And then after that, it was uh, just a bunch of, like, Brother Bear... And oh, uh, oh, side note also, special shout out to uh, the sixth sense oh. for bringing that kind of Hitchcock, uh, the horror with a twist combined with thriller twilight. with a really big twist. Twist. Like that kind of twilight yeah. zone thing because we've been doing slashers for like 30 years yeah. at this point, yeah, 
And it kind of brought that intrigue back into horror, which I'm very grateful for, because I think that brought, uh, that's one of the reasons that we got The Ring, that's one of the reasons we got The Grudge, is because we're, we were turning a little bit more towards mystery. Yeah. I deeply well, enjoy. Speaking but, of... And also, we've been like, oh, maybe some of those other filmmakers who aren't from America have some good stories. Let's... Yeah. Let's trust this guy with the last name the Shyamalan. Ring, the Grudge. Yeah. No, Arms. The Ring and The Grudge. I was talking about oh, okay. horror, okay. but yes. Also. Give us your picks. <laughs> I have two lists, and they're, I'll go over them real quick. One is me personally. One is more me as a filmmaker. Okay. Me personally uh, is Boondock Saints, Ten Things I Hate About You, and A Dark Horse, Cruel Intentions. Ooh. I loved that oh. movie. Yeah. I um, forgot that movie came out. As a filmmaker, I think Sixth Sense, Fight Club, American Beauty. Although both sides of me oh, would yeah, realistically right. choose Fight Club. It's the best adaptation you of to any of Palin's works by a lot. Anyway, those are my picks. Uh, speaking of slashes, real quick, shout out to the last good uh, uh, Tim Burton movie, Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> That's if you don't like uh, Big, fish. Big Fish. Oh, like that right. Big Fish. I like Big Fish. Big Fish was great. That's right. It's a really interesting movie visually and from a storytelling perspective for him to have done. You talking about Big Fish? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that one. Shout out, Spencer, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> All right, enough da -da -da. shout outs because we'll da -da -da -da. shout out. All right, so 1999 was apparently very damn awesome. Yes, so, and we are showing a lot of these films at Alamo Draft House this year. So keep an eye out on the website because we'll be showing them as they come out per month. Cheap, so, cheap plug for Draft House on this show. Give them a month. Come, did, come out to Lake Highlands. And do like recaps of them, but like in the voices of ourselves from that age like oh it was like really cool oh my god like so like i love pokemon and as if <laughs> <laughs> make sure you come to like well, highlights well done. so thank you all <laughs> out there for joining us for uh, episode one I'm, I'm i'm glad we did a show with everybody um, on it for once this is actually pretty this worked out better i just need to get a fifth microphone up here for bryce next time so anyway guys of course if you want to follow us you can follow us on uh, Facebook.com slash SCNSLive or Twitter.com slash SCNSLive and Instagram at SCNSLive. But if you want to follow us individually, you can follow me at JasonTheX on Instagram and Twitter. Cat? Uh, you can find me at BetterCat on Instagram. Usually that's the only place I am. Although Overwatch League starts February 14th, so I'll be back on Twitter. Twitter? Bad Moon at Twitter. The Lego sets are out, by the way, for Overwatch. Huh? The Lego sets for Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I want them so bad. My nephew's sunglasses back on. Um, it kind of undercuts the cool vibe. It does, doesn't it? Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Cass underscore Bradley. That is K A S underscore Bradley. Also, uh, coming soon, Cat and I will be streaming uh, Overwatch and other games. Ooh. That on the on this page. Watch me suck at tracking live. Hey. hey. It's okay. You can find me under a bucket hat, under a bridge, <laughs> begging for money. Or you can find me at Bryce Culver on Facebook and Instagram. And also I have a Instagram toy page called Trap Door Toys. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Uh -huh, I hear a little bit of a disapproval mm -hmm, on my right-hand side, but we'll get there. Man has a camera and toys and he ain't taking pictures. I'll get this is, this is my Instagram content I come there for, okay? <laughs> Rick, what about you, bud? Uh, Y'all can find me on uh, Instagram at alamonerd89. I am doing the 365-day photo challenge. You've been uh, very consistent with it, too. Uh, yeah, I've been doing it every day. I've not missed a day. I almost did a couple times because 
I had to go to work and I wake up late for reasons and but I've been doing it every day so far and also of course Tuesdays Rick's Flicks uh, check out that uh, on YouTube and uh, yeah producer Coral you can find me on Instagram at Corodono K-O-R-O-D-O-N-O where I post artwork and cosplay related things. You can also see my artwork on my Twitter at Hawks Perch, where I also scream into the void and retweet a lot of Suikoden fan art. So um, please, please <laughs> join me on Twitter and join Suikoden Twitter because discourse has started to happen for the first time ever and I really don't want it there. Please join us. Yes, all three of you Suikoden fans. Hey! Let your voices be heard. <laughs> Hey. Hey. Jason, Jason, it's ten. Get it right. Yeah, you need ten for some discourse for dissenting opinions. So really I'll have y'all know voices. there was at least five thousand people for Suikoden Day last year. Ooh, that's actually pretty cool. That's like how Ooh, many snap. native Gaelic speakers. There I too have wandered into places that I didn't know what was going hey. on. <laughs> y'all are evil. So also, uh, I did want to give a shout out North Texas Comic Book Show, uh, February 2nd and the 3rd at the Urban Convention Center. They've got a huge comics guest list this year, and uh, I'm going to be hosting the Cosplay Competition, and like I said, it's it's a big list. Next week, I will go in more in detail, but yeah, shout out to those guys. It's cheap show, 20 bucks a day, kids under 12 get in free. It's a fun show. Go check them out. They're our friends, and give them a shout out. Where are they anyway, at? Urban Convention Center, February 2nd and the 3rd. I'm going to show up in Troll costume contest. Do it. Don't do that. Do I'm it. Gonna draw Anyway, troll it anyway. That is it for us. We will see you guys next week out there. Thank you for joining us. And as we always say around here, keep, keep on, on nerding. nerding. And you'll believe a podcast can fly. <laughs> Excelsior. That is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the live video version of this, you can find it at YouTube and Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much for watching. Have an amazing week.